Sadly, this week, our boy Tom isn't hanging with us, but we have a very special guest. Want to say hello, Dale? Hey. So Dale is actually Tom's wife, so we are getting the better half of this combo, in my opinion. Hey, Dale, what does coffee, beautiful Connecticut inns, fast talking, a mother-daughter combo, very quirky characters, and a very handsome diner owner all have in common? It's definitely Gilmore Girls. That's right. And that's what we're going to be talking about today on Can We Talk About? Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Turning numb. Keep moving. Are my feet still attached to my body or they snap off coming down the stairs? They're still there. Why are we out here? Take a deep breath. What? Do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I smell snow. What? It's coming. I always know. I can smell it and I'm never wrong. Wasn't in the forecast. It's just my favorite time of the year. The whole world changes color. I think I'm blacking out. Flakes, flurries, swirls, crystals, whatever form it comes in, I'll take it. We go back, Snow and me. We have a beautiful history. So two forecasts, neither of them mentioned snow. Cold, but no snow. Sleigh rides, ice skating, snowball fights. I'll even take curling. God, I love curling. Hans Cranston on Channel 6 said it would be dry. Kimmy Liston live at 5, same thing, no snow, nothing. Hot cocoa, hot toddies, best time of the year. Hey, Dale. Hey, Amanda. So, can we talk about Gilmore Girls? Yes, let's talk about Gilmore Girls. You guys might notice that beautiful voice is not that of Tommy, but his gorgeous wife, Dale. And um, she has a little bit more of an obsession with Gilmore Girls than he does. So, she's a much better guest for today's podcast. So, Dale, tell me, did you start from day one? Are you a day one Gilmore Girls fan, CW? You know, I wish I was, but I was not uh, growing up in a house where we couldn't watch certain things because they were a little too, um, they were too adult. So I couldn't watch Gilmore Girls, Um, but I would sneak and watch Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Of all the dirty things you could do, young lady. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Uh, No, but I did probably start watching it um, like my junior senior year of high school so it was a couple years in at that point but um and I actually hadn't seen like the first couple seasons I I joined in later on in the season oh I I, yeah which was I I feel that's very brave that's very brave a lot happens in the beginning it does there's some groundwork laid I don't know if I was I mean, I asked you that question. I was like, oh, my God, what is my answer? I want to say I was, 
Yeah. My sister and I watched it, but I don't think I was. I think that I'm I just want to be a diehard fan, but I think I'm like you, not because I wasn't allowed to. My parents were kind of like, eh, you're learning. <laughs> you're like, don't do yeah. that. <laughs> but um, it was it was definitely one of those things that once we were obsessed with C- the CW, like One Tree Hill, all of those shows, Vampire Diaries, whatever was on, we were watching. I think it was more like Buffy time, right? Yes. Like this was out yes. when like Buffy and was Buffy on. Buffy was another like huge. My friends, huge Buffy fans. Again, wasn't allowed to watch it, so I couldn't experience it with my friends. But like, oh, I <laughs> oh. deprived. I was very deprived. Um, but I Buffy though is one of the shows that I've still yet to see, which is surprising because I'm a huge like Vampire Diaries. Any any vampire esque story I'm in. Mm, we should do vampire diaries, but yes. uh, sorry, we're just gonna. This whole episode will be Dale and Amanda planning episodes without Tom. <laughs> exactly, all these shows that I forced him to watch one episode. Yeah. And I was like, nope. That's what Henry does. Although I will say, in the background, he will hear Gilmore Girls and be like, oh, "God, Rory's such a brat." Isn't yeah. that so? Actually, uh, Tom texted me that earlier. He's like, "Rory is the worst," and. When I first started watching that sh- the show, had to be like middle school, high school time. I thought she was the best. I was like, oh mm-hmm. my God, she's so smart and so beautiful. And she never has to wear makeup and all the hot boys like her. And now I yes. watch it and I'm like, <coughs> wow, spoiled it, little brat. She's, yeah, she's the worst. She really is the worst. Like her character is just everything you don't want to be. She is that. Agreed. And I, I, I'll I, say if you've been living under a rock and you have not watched Gilmore Girls, I really don't know what to tell you because it is my comfort show. I watch it probably I rewatch it probably every fall. It just yeah. feels like the, the leaves start to change. I'm like, ooh, I, I have to go to Stars Hollow. Literally September 1st, Gilmore Same. Girls is on. <laughs> <laughs> and I like I went through the entire show from the very first season to the reboot season. And now I've started rewatching it again. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended probably about two, three weeks ago from the September 1st when I started till then, because it's just, and it's, there's something so comforting. I know that people say that if you have anxiety, you have like yeah. shows that you don't really have to watch. So you rewatch them. But there's something so comforting about that show. It is. It like gives you all so the comforting. fuzzy feelings. For some reason, it's just one of those things that like if I'm having like a stressful week or there's a lot going on, like I will come home, make a cup of coffee and put Gilmore Girls on. Even if it's like while I'm making dinner, doing yeah. laundry, cleaning the house, doesn't matter. It's Same. just in the background. <laughs> and I'll like stop what I'm doing in in like in between things and like just watch it for a few minutes because it's like a good episode. And then I'll go back to doing whatever I'm doing. I do the same thing. And I, I, my sisters are the same way. And I think we found my mom is a very fast talking. She had me when she was uh, 18. So she's like a very fast talking, quick witted lady. And I'm pretty similar to her in that, that people sometimes are like, I have no idea what you said. You need to slow yeah. down. And so I, I love loved that. that part of it. Um, and I think I was like, oh, this is just like my mom and I, although I was not, you know, they are not super rich. My grandparents are not super rich. We did not yeah. get full rides to Yale, but no. I think a car that, for your sweet sixteen. You oh, didn't get yep, that. Mm-hmm. a Prius, a Prius back then. 
I can't even imagine what those things cost. A Prius in 2004. But also, but when you really, watch it, a Prius, really? I know. I know. <laughs> They're multimillionaires and they get her a Prius yeah. because Leonardo DiCaprio drives it. You know how like Emily gives it to Rory and she's like, it's what Leonardo DiCaprio drives. Yes. <laughs> Who is your favorite character now that you're an adult? Ah. Uh. That's a hard question. I go through like phases. I I definitely like I would have said if you had asked me like years ago, it would have been Rory. Um, but Same. like as I've gotten older and I've rewatched it so many times, my my two favorite characters are definitely em- Emily Gilmore is Same. one of my favorite characters. I just I love her. I love her. And then I also love Sookie. Like, I, she's kind she's of such like. such a good friend. She is. She's such a good friend. And she's such a good friend to Lorelai, like, to the point of, like, Lorelai doesn't deserve her. And, like, yeah. it, she's just, I love her. She's just, yeah, she's one of my favorites. I, I really enjoy it, which is surprising because it would always have been Rory and Lorelai would have been my favorites. But. I don't know. Emily and Suki are my are my. Go-to. I will agree a hundred percent with Emily. She is like, I forget the exact line, but the scene where she's arguing with Richard and she says, "Buy me a bow and I'm, drive me to Reno and I'm open for business." Is like, I love her. She's so, yes. she's the best, and her delivery. Just I think all of them, the writing and the delivery is so good. It's such good comedy, but also really feel good, and I think that. One of my favorite parts of this show, rewatching it, is the amount of celebrities yeah. that have like quick little parts. I'm like, oh my God, that's Max Greenfield from yeah. New York. Or like John Hamm pops in that's there John Hamm. for like that's a little blip. And I'm like, Tom, John Hamm's in here. You're going to like the show now. But he's there for like a minute and Laura like hates him. And he's, so. Yeah, he's, he's a gone. rich bastard. He but is. yeah, I, I love that. Like Nick Offerman, like one of my favorites yeah. of all time, plays like yeah. the creepy pervert brother. But he's such a good so character. Good. He's it's so, so good. good. It's so funny and just like random, but I love it. I was just watching actually last night. I was watching the episode when... um. Oh, gosh. Sookie's husband. I always forget his name. Jackson. Jackson. When his uh, cousin comes to stay and they go on a double date. Lorelai. Oh, and Rune. Go on a double Rune. Date. Rune. He's <laughs> <laughs> such a funny. Like, there's always anytime Jackson's in it, like there's always just like a random character that comes in with him. That's just great. It's just incredible. It's so funny and awkward and perfect. And he was meant he was only meant to be a um, like a one timer. Yeah. You know, what's funny is I feel like a lot of the characters were kind of set up to just be like a couple episodes and then that was it. But they became staple. Like I couldn't imagine Gilmore Girls without Luke. And I was just reading this thing about how Luke was supposed to be Daisy. Like it was supposed to be a female. Yeah. I I can't imagine. Yeah. I'll tell you right now. When I rewatch it as an adult, I'm like, yo, Luke oh. is fire. Oh, my He's God. He beautiful. is hot. <laughs> He's yeah. beautiful. Especially in the first couple seasons, he is. Oof, and I think like, he only gets better with time. Like, he just he just ages so gracefully. And he gets, like, a little salt and peppery as yeah. the season continues. Yes. Oh, I I don't know that. what Lorelai just kept him on the back burner for so long. But he was he was the runner-up always. 
always. I didn't like, I mean, I liked Christopher. I thought he was funny. Jason was annoying. Um, Max was like, ugh. Max was so Max boring. was just, he was so Max like, was just vanilla. Yeah. Yes, Very boring. that's a perfect description of him. Yes, he, he was, was vanilla. vanilla. But I, I think my favorite would always have been Luke. Always. Did you know that Jess yeah. was only written in the show as a distraction to hold them off for another season? No. Yeah, I just I read that. I did not know a, that. I, I love Jess. Jess is one of oh. my favorite Rory loves. Um, I hate Dean and always hated him from day one. Um, I was not a Dean fan. Which is he interesting because like, he's such a bad boyfriend and just like uh, just controlling and like very easily jealous and just like there were so many things that were like no nos when you would yeah. see him in and you're just like no 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 you don't want a guy like that and it's so and funny even like because watching it he's a he's like supposed to be the hottie right and I remember I'm sure yeah. I thought he was the hottie but then when Jess came on the scene I was like oh there it is my pension for bad boys it's arrived yep why hello yep. there's <laughs> yeah no and then like they kind of continue that too because like even later on when Rory goes to college and eventually meets Logan like it's the same thing like it's kind of like the bad boy he's not you know he's not into her but he is that whole I didn't like Logan when I watched yep. the show the first time. I just wasn't a fan. But now that I'm rewatching it, and I think maybe just this last rewatch, which is probably time 700. Um, I love that he's willing to call Rory out on her shit because she acts yes. like she's she's not privileged and she's not rich. And that one scene where she writes that nasty article about his work party and he's like, you yep. act like you're not, you know, you didn't yeah, go to private school and you didn't yep. come up in a loaded family. Like, yeah, I loved that part. I was like, okay, redemption. Yeah. And she, I feel like he does that to her a couple of times, maybe not as grand as that, but like there's definitely yeah. times where he calls her out and she's just like, whatever, I'm going to run to Dean. Oh, God. Married she, Dean. That went, oh, married Dean. Oh, I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Terrible. I will say if like, I, I, it would never have worked for Rory and I'm glad that they didn't make him for Rory, but I was obsessed with Dave and Lane. They were like my favorite the little best. love story. I loved it. And I the hated best. that like he just goes away. Like I think they like wrote him off because he obviously was in another show. Yeah, but... they wrote him off to California because he got the yeah. OC. Like that was <laughs> exactly. their homage to it. They're like, he's going yeah. to the OC, so we might as well say he's going to California. Exactly. But I was so sad when he was or when he left the show, because I, I loved that, like just all the stuff he did for Lane so that her mom would like him. And it was just such a oh, sweet, sweetheart, like so sweet, like Lane is so sweet. And he was just like, perfect. I loved that. I love that little story. And I, I wish he like was Lane is... in it longer. Oh, I think everyone does. I think that's one of the most unanimous characters. Everybody's like, we needed more Jess and we needed more more Dave because Dave Rogalski yeah. was a sweater vest wearing stud oh, who could play the guitar. Exactly. <laughs> he was so cute. He was so cute. He was like a sweetheart. I did. It's funny thinking of like sweethearts and everyone loving. I was looking up just like fun facts about the show and I found this really interesting because I hated this character with like a passion when she was introduced April, 
Luke's daughter, like, did not. all hated her. Oh, and what's interesting is she actually did an interview where she talked about being cast as that character and how she didn't know how she was going to play that part because she hated the character. And she was like, this is going to, like, pull apart Laurel Isle and Luke. Like, how do I play this part? Like, how am I the daughter that's going to, like, end that relationship? And it's like. And she was. We all hated her. Yeah, and she's even exactly. annoying when she comes back in the reboot. Oh, I'm like, oh I god, you smoke pot. I mean, there's and- so much to talk oh, about in the reboot. That's like a whole. The other- reboot is the reboots. I, I mean, the reboot was the thing. It was like I feel. I mean, I remember us talking about it at the one Christmas Eve. We're like, did you watch a reboot? And it's something we didn't. I mean, I don't. I didn't love it, but I was so happy to be back in my yes. like comfortable place. Yes. And yes. I loved that they kept Luke and Lorelai together. I love that Paris got her comeuppance as like this badass independent. I've got my oh, own she was million great. businesses. Her, yes, I agree with that. And I think like her character just like exactly what I would have thought she would have become is exactly what she became. Like she's definitely yeah. one of the characters throughout the entire season who stays true to who she always was going to be. And I, I loved it. I, I yeah, I, I agree 100%. I love it. And she lives um, in Brooklyn, right? Is that where she is? Where she's in Manhattan? She, yes. Yeah. She lives yeah. in the city. <laughs> yeah. Love and it. she's got this like giant walk up, you know, her second floor is so far away. So she doesn't want to bring her kids up. She makes the nanny do it. Yeah. And the nannies keep quitting because there's too many stairs. I, it's it like was the just funniest fr- that story. was one of my favorite. I also love like one of my favorite scenes in the reboot was when um, Logan shows up with all the other guys from the. Oh, it's so good. Uh, oh, the music, the just the it's scene like across it the universe. Yeah, from the Beatles it's movie. Just, yeah, it's great. It's so good. I I um. I remember when the reboot was coming out and there was like this resurgence of fans who had never seen Gilmore Girls and it was on Netflix and I feel like it created like a whole new generation of people that are obsessed with the show. And I remember it coming out and I had to look up the number because it was, I remember being like, no freaking way. And on the show, somebody counted and they drank 503 cups of coffee between Rory and Lorelai. And in the first season alone, they drank 80 cups of coffee. Oh my gosh. That is, but it's so funny because you can see, I, I, there's this lady on TikTok who worked for the show as costume designer. She talks about how one of the prop masters got fired in between the seasons because so many people complained that their cups were empty. And you could see that their coffee cups were empty by the way that they like held them and drank them. And he wanted them empty because he didn't want to deal with like liquid sloshing around. And he ended up getting fired for it. That's Isn't that crazy? crazy? Well, and on that, I had seen somewhere, this was a while ago, I had like read or I heard it on like a random blog or something that um, Rory, either Rory or Lorelai, the actors, did not like coffee. And I'm pretty sure it was- Well, that was Alexis Bledel. Yeah. yeah. Rory. Yeah. Which I was like, that's fascinating to me because literally like her character- both both characters were just like shaped around coffee. Their ca- love for caffeine, like that's how their love for Luke starts. Their need for caffeine. Yeah, and just like the yeah, everything about it is just great. I I wish that they would like open up a Luke's diner where you could go and get coffee. Like Me I would too. go there every day. Um, like why can't you know we have a the, Luke's diner? 
well, we need a Luke Steiner. I think they have one when they have like the the pop up in the town that it's based off of yeah. every year. The like meetup. I tried to watch it on YouTube, but it was like such bad quality. I should probably rewatch it. The original pilot, Suki is not played by Melissa McCarthy. She's played by Alex Borstein, who then goes on to play Miss Celine and the uh, the harpist. Interesting. So that's who Suki in the first uh, pilot episode because. Amy Sh- Amy Palladino didn't want Melissa McCarthy as Suki. She wanted Alex Borstein. But she, I mean, she came back. Miss Celine is one of the yeah. funniest characters. But there's another. She is really funny. She's so funny. And I feel like they she do this great. in the show a bunch where they have like characters yeah. being played by the same person, but they play different characters. Like Kirk starts yeah. as the swan guy or Mick, the internet guy. And he's not Kirk. He's Mick, the internet yes, guy, and then he's yes. a different guy for the swan guy. And then all of a sudden he's Kirk that everyone's known his whole life. And yes. the grandma, after she dies, comes back as the cousin Marilyn who steals the bar glasses. It's the same actress. Yes. It's so I funny. love like at the funeral where she she comes yeah. and she's like the crazy aunt who like sleeps around with everybody. I love her. She's hilarious. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, I think like so many of the like guest stars that come in. And just have these little like blurbs. They're just great. They just it just makes the show so good, and like adds so much to it. I love, yeah, I love it. And you forget, like I think when I was a kid watching this, I didn't know who any of these actors were. So like, I didn't pick up on the fact that like Lorelai dates John Hamm, and then like, oh yeah. There's just so many other people that just pop up randomly and you're like, wait a minute, why do I know that person? Oh my gosh, that's in, you know, that guy's in that show or that girl's in that show. It it was crazy how many times that happens. There's who, okay, so we said Jane Lynch, Nick Offerman, John Hamm, Chad Michael Murray. I'm a One Tree oh, Hill fan, so. I think Jane Lynch, does she only show up as the nurse when... When they're in yeah. the hospital. Okay. Yeah. I couldn't yeah. remember if she also like pops up again randomly as another character, but I was pretty sure she was only Ben Falcone, who's Melissa McCarthy's husband. And this one, I didn't, I don't think I put it together until I read this article today that Seth MacFarlane is in the show. He's like one of the guys when Lorelai is graduating from college, he's the one that's like, there's some rich brat outside. It's like the guy arguing with his girlfriend. Oh, that's Seth MacFarlane. I'm going to have to watch that now. (laughs) I looked it up and I was like, oh, my God, that is young Seth MacFarlane. That's crazy. I did not know. And then you have people that play themselves, which is the best, like Norman Mailer, Madeline Albright, Paul Anka. (laughs) It's the funniest thing in the world. Paul Anka. I love that. Kurt in the I'm going back to the reboot again because it was something that just like made me I just because it brings you back to like just the goofy characters Kurt plays throughout the entire I love him so much the entirety of the show is when he does the uber and he's like uber (laughs) (laughs) but he has to borrow cars because he doesn't have a car and doesn't have one (laughs) but when he says do you want water and he passes her the Brita filter (laughs) into the back seat it's incredible. The, that's the thing is like I loved the little quirky jokes that you sometimes miss and like all the pop culture references. Yeah, you so miss many. them, but like when you rewatch them, there's so many good jokes. Like, yeah, just there is, oh. there is. And I also when, I loved. Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. ahead. 
No, I was just going to say when Mrs. Kim is ever on the screen, like the things that come out of her mouth oh, are she's just great. She's so funny. And the the is it a foreign exchange student that lives when Lane moves out to move in with the band? It's the girl. And she says, Mrs. Kim says that the fries are the devil's starchy fingers. My sisters and I used to say that all the time when we'd go to the diner. We'd be like, watch out. The fries are the devil's starchy fingers. <laughs> I yeah, I love Mrs. Kim. Mrs. Kim's like another one of those characters that like she's just so perfect. Like all of the the episodes that she's in, I just love. She's just great. And then I thought it was the funniest thing again. It's in the reboot where they bring up the fact that Mrs. Kim's husband or or uh Lane's dad just randomly never has he ever been mentioned ever in in the the world of Gilmore Girls and then randomly no. in the bo- reboot because people were like, what about Lane's dad? They're like, because she oh, always says my parents. Hi, yeah, <laughs> it's so but it funny. made no sense. It made no sense. I'm like, they didn't need to put that in there because like we no. all know there's no Mr. Kim. It's fine. Like, why does there need to We've be accepted a Mr. It. Kim? Yeah, yeah, we accepted it's, it. It, uh, it. Yeah, it just felt very felt weird i'm trying to see in my notes of any other fun facts oh this was my favorite one i think jess was supposed to have a spinoff show and it was gonna be called windward circle i yeah it was supposed to be in venice beach and eventually the wb was like oh we can't do it it's too expensive could you imagine if jess had a spinoff show oh it would have i would have loved it i mean i love i would have loved it the actor milo like he's he's one of my favorites it's funny i've actually never seen I watched like one episode of the one show that he's in now, but like in Gilmore Girls specifically, like his character is just there's just so many layers to him that I I just love. And I like loved that they brought him back for the reboot and like his character in the reboot, I think, was like exactly how I would have pictured him being like very agreed. Like he matured. He grew up. He like learned. He like, you know, he's living his best life and. Yeah, I loved it. But I he wish was that always he... such a good navigation for her, for Rory. Don't you yeah. think? Like he'd always yes. be like, "What are you like?" When she quit, yeah, he's like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you yeah. doing with your life?" And in the yeah. reboot, when he came to this, he's like, "No, you need to be writing a book. Like, what are yeah. you doing?" Yeah, he was such I a good it. navigation for her. Okay, do we wait to the end to talk about who we think is the father of her child? <sighs> From the reboot, is that I like mean, the biggest? It's got to be Logan, day? right? I it's don't know. Be. I don't. It can't be the Wookiee. I can't will be the say, but here's I'll be the so thing. sad if it's the Wookiee. I kind of hated the fact that they ended the reboot on she's pregnant because it Agreed. just felt so like really like all of this and then she's pregnant. And, like, I think her life is so depressing. Like, the fact that she's literally made nothing of her life and she's just, like, going around trying to still figure out what she's good at. Like, really, ever since the episode of when she gets, like, told off by Logan's dad, Huntsberger, she really, she never really becomes anything she's always just kind of like floating around doing you know like she's going to school doing you know whatever but like she never actually does anything and you're just like and now she's pregnant like of all the things that they're gonna like throw her way but 
I guess in the end, it stayed very true to her character. So it was like, but I don't know. No. I wanted so much more I'm with for you her. On that I one. was like, I just. There's an episode, and I don't remember. It's when Lorelai's either married to Chris. I think it's when they go to Yale Parents Day. And. Christopher is saying how upset he is that he's missed out on so much of Rory's life because like all these other parents are talking about stuff and she says oh what are you talking about like she's a gifted child we have at least one um, midlife crisis and breakdown she'll be home essentially alluding to the fact that exactly what happens in the reboot like she's going to end up moving home because she's had it way too easy up to this point we've got a midlife crisis coming up and it's just so funny that they've uh, rewatching it I was like oh shit she called it she called it. Yeah. You know what's funny about that is I also read that the um gosh, the name is not coming to me. The writer of the show, Pal Pal uh, Amy Sherman uh, Palladino and her yes. was her husband Dan Palladino. She, yeah. She did not Dan. watch the last season because obviously she didn't yeah. do that one and it was terrible. Yeah. So that explains a lot. It was not good. But um that she didn't watch it, but I was like, she had to have seen it before re- doing the reboot because obviously, how would you do the reboot without knowing what happened in the last season? And so a lot of people were saying that obviously the, the rest of the cast filled her in. But I was like, that's interesting because she, there were a lot of things that were in the reboot that kind of happened in the last two seasons. So yeah, she, she had to have, she had to have known, known something. Like it couldn't have just, you know, she didn't just pull it out of her hat. But I don't know. That's don't the know. thing, though, where, where I wanted the reboot to be like redemption for the last season. Yeah. And and I know that it can't be right. Like it couldn't be. There's too much time that had passed. We can't go back in time and make the characters that age again. But yeah. I wanted more redemption for people. And I don't know. Just a little sad that we didn't get that. Yeah, like I think I think some of the characters did get that. Like I, I again, I think like Paris, the character, and agreed. I think That's a good Jess, point. and I even think Lorelai. Like I think Lorelai was one of those people. Like in the reboot, she, you really like she her like inner feelings came out a lot more in the reboot. Whereas like throughout the season, you don't really know what's going on inside Lorelai because she's just like that fast talking. You know, like doing her thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the last, in in the reboot is when you really see like, she's like really battling like inner. Especially with her father, which by the way, I love her dad. I love Richard. That character is just. Again, goes back to the Emily. Yes. I know. I know. I, I love it so much. He's so good. One of the fun facts, you know, like looking it up today that made me laugh so hard the episode where um he takes luke golfing he actually hits the golf ball and the golf ball actually hit the only medic they had on set that day right in the head oh my and they had to call call the ambulance (laughs) for their medic because they had no more didn't have another medic on the set and like he like took her out (laughs) like hit her right in the head square on with a golf ball oh my gosh i love it I love it. He's just like what, dying again, he's, was so ugh. It that was hard. I did appreciate how they tied that in to the I mean, yes, obviously agreed. they had to do something. Um and I I loved how they took Emily's character too through that. Like she really like goes through grief and like 
I love that she starts wearing jeans in one of the episodes. Like she's just being very like real and like she has a whole you know, family that just moves in with her and she's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, your husband. Oh, you have kids. Oh, that's fine. I don't know it's what fine. language they're speaking. I don't know what meat we're eating. Like she's a completely yeah. different version of herself. And I love yeah. it. Yeah. And then like the fact that she ordered this beautiful mural of Richard and it comes and it's, <laughs> it's mass. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, no, 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 I meant, so like, I funny. wanted it. He he was such a, a large man. Like, he was he a took presence. It so much. <laughs> Not 16 like, feet worth. Yeah. No, no, no. That's a little much. That's a little much. That but it was, was great. That part was so funny. It's One of good. the, um, I remember, and I knew this when watching the show, that the, fr- I, I might say this backwards, but the front of Lorelai's house or the back of Lorelai's house is the front of Suki's. Like, it's yeah. the same house. Yeah, I so, that, so like, there's back like this door is the yeah, front of Suki's. Yeah, I think a lot of the set so the the Gilmore set also is used in another CW show. Vampire uh, Diaries, right? I think Vampire Diaries and also uh Pretty Little Liars, they use that. Oh, that's the one as, I think I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, they use it in like an episode and what's kind of funny about that is I randomly watched the episode where they go to the town and I was like why does that look so familiar and literally just realizing like oh my gosh because they use the town obviously in other shows yeah um, it's on it's the set just like yeah exactly but it's crazy to see there was like a girl who did like a TikTok behind the scenes where she like walked around the set and she showed you like exactly what you're saying like one of the like Lorelai's house walk you walk through it to the back and it's I don't remember who was it whose house was it maybe it was Sookie's house yeah it said like the it's either the front of Lorelai's house or the back of Lorelai's house is the front of Suki's or something like that. And there's a scene where um, Babette's gnomes, which like Babette, come on. Babette yes. and Miss Patty. She's, like talk house, about characters. And her house with the tiny doors. <laughs> and her, her husband. enormous husband. <laughs> I love that Babette is just like the raunchy next door. Her and Miss Patty are just like, they are down to pound all day. And they are, there are no qualms about it. I Was it... Babette that has Lorelai carry like plants into the house so that she can make it look like a jungle for her and Maury in the bedroom. (laughs) Just like what a hilarious community that you're like, can I borrow your house plants so I can seduce my husband and leopard later? They're like, yeah, Yeah. let's do it. Perfect. I love love it. it. And Miss Patty is like off. She's never actually been on Broadway, but she's been off Broadway. Yes. And like, that's her. Her, her character the is love so of her good. Life. It's so good. I yeah. I mean, again, like all of the little side characters, they're not little, right? Like they don't no, have huge. as many lines as the rest of the cast, but like they're so vital to the storyline and to like just making the show. I think that's what makes it so like happy and like it, like it's a warm blanket. Like you can watch it and it's just oh, yeah. so cozy. Like it's it's like the perfect little town to live in. Like I don't think a town like that actually exists, but that would be awesome if it did. I feel like and, they're my friends. As sad as that yeah. sounds, I'm like, oh gosh. No, here goes. You feel like Rory they with her be shit in your again. Life. Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. Agreed. Exactly. I. Why can't the town totally. that I live in now be like that? It's not even close. 
No. Not even close. I just, I think that, I mean, obviously, that would be amazing. Again, uh, Luke's Diner, come on. Why can't they open one? I don't understand why they can't just do that. I would go. Diners aren't doing so well in this town, do No, they're not. No, they're not. We're cycling really, through them. Diners are so gross, too. But, like, Luke's Diner. Best food. It's Luke's so Diner, good. You know what? Luke's Diner is probably gross, right? Like, those chairs are oh, so yeah. mismatched and the well, tables are mismatched. Well, they did repaint it. They did, they did repaint together. it. So, um, I mean, Lorelai ended up like painting it on her own because I would love she it. stood him up, you know. To bang scene. Christopher. Yeah. Or Christopher I don't on get the you. balcony. I, I don't get you. That's, I mean, that's tough because he's a looker, but, you know. It's he's, a, look- he's another one who's a brat. Like, all of Rory's brattiness, oh, yeah. I feel like, comes from Christopher's brattiness. Like, I see yes. so much in that, the way that they wrote those characters. And yeah. I, I, um... I was just looking at my notes and the one like call back to a person in the show, Carol King wrote the theme song and then she plays Sophie of Sophie's music store. And I yeah. love that they like had her be part of the show. Cause that song was probably popular when Carol King wrote it, but like as that theme song. Oh, it's I, I like could, you hear it and you immediately, best. it brings you back. It takes you right back to the show it's like perfect it's funny just you say bringing up that character brings me back to the episode where lane thinks that um oh gosh what's his name her like boyfriend zach is having a an affair with affair with her (laughs) she's playing the banjo yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's just it's so it's so cute because it's like such a like innocent thing like she's like oh my gosh he's having he's cheating on me he's having an affair and then she shows up and it's he's just playing in a banjo band and he's that so, happy. so funny the That's so one sweet. interview so uh luke what's his name in real life um scott patterson yes yeah, scott patterson yeah his real life name he has a gilmore girls podcast where he has like other cast and crew come on they talk about the show yeah i've listened to a couple episodes but he talks about how he and lauren Grimm had to quit smoking they were both big smokers and they had to quit smoking because neither of them could keep up with how quick the dialogue was like they didn't have enough air for oh, it oh their breath oh, their breath that's yeah crazy. isn't that crazy you know what's funny in addition to just that i always love the quickness of like all the lines and stuff in the show. I just, it's just part of what makes the show so good. And I started watching um, a while ago, the TV show, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And I loved it, like immediately loved it, but couldn't put my finger on why I loved it. And then Tom, well, didn't remind me. He told me that it's by the same person. And I was like, of course, like that makes perfect sense like and and what's interesting is so many people have interviewed um the girl who plays Maisel in the Marvel's Miss Maisel and the one thing that she talks about is the fact that like she has to like do all these breathing exercises to get the lines out as quickly as they need to be in like one breath which is crazy and like to the point of like her ribs she actually had like injuries to her ribs because she what? had to like the costume she wears because that's a, a period piece. And so like she's wearing like boning in her dress and and costumes. And because the the dialogue is so quick and fast paced, you have to take a lot of really deep breaths. But when you're wearing like a corset, you can't take deep breaths. So she literally has like actual like 
damage to her rib cage oh from God. the costumes and ri- yeah, like cri- like I was like, that's, that's insane. insane. That's insane. But it's the same type of like, yeah. just that like the fast, cadence hate, is so witty. fast. Yeah, but it's I oh, love it. it. Was, yeah, it's great. It's great. And I think um, like I feel I, like. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, I feel like Lorelai, or the chick that plays Lorelai, Lauren Graham, I feel like I don't think I could see anyone else playing her. Same thing with Marvelous Miss Maisel. Like, to me, that's how they speak in real life. I know it's not. Yes. But like, to me, it's like, oh, only someone like that. (laughs) So Lauren Graham was in a show that I think has already been canceled, and I can't even think of the name of it, but it was about, oh, uh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. It was like a very short run show. Oh, I watched show. that. It was like a musical show, right? Yes. I loved yes, it. Yes, it was I watched adorable. that. That was great. But it was so cute. Lauren Graham is the boss in the show. And it's yeah. so weird. Like, every time she was in a scene, I'm like, I don't I don't like it. Like, I don't like her. I just see her as Lorelai. And in the first couple episodes of that show, you're kind of made to, like, not like the boss. Like, she's kind of... A bitch. She's not very. I was going to say she's like, a real bitch. <laughs> yeah, like she's the worst. But then as the show goes on, she's not. Like she's just like misunderstood, and like you get yeah. into her like character a little bit more. And like in theory, you should like her now. But like I couldn't get past. I was like, no, but you're. Did not you watch more. Parenthood? I I watched the first. Season, that's one of my of favorite Parenthood. shows of all time. That's another I, comfort yeah. show. I um, I don't remember when I watched it. I watched it a long time ago. Maybe when it first came out, I watched the first season. I highly and recommend I don't know. giving it a go. Yeah, and I it's funny because it's bookmarked as one of the shows I need to watch again because I didn't, whatever headspace I was in, I just couldn't get into it. Couldn't I do was it. like watching yeah. something else or I was like really into, I went through like a, a deep dive of... um. I loved True Blood and I was like, that's such like a dark, twisted, crazy mm-hmm. show that like any other like real life feeling shows, I was like, nope, nope, fantasy, not real. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, fair. That's fair. That's like me it. reading books. Every time yeah. someone's like, have you read this bi- biography? I'm like, no. Does a fairy have sex with a, you know, then I a don't goblin? No, I'm not reading it. Then. No. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's not good. <laughs> Sorry no. about that. No. Um, I... Yeah, and I, I feel like if you watch Parenthood, which actually that that is totally random and just remembering it now, in Parenthood is where Lauren Graham meets her husband, Peter, who plays her brother in Parenthood. And one of the guys she dates in Parenthood um, is her son's teacher, her daughter's teacher. They are the two different park rangers in the reboot. Her current husband and one of her boyfriends from Parenthood. Oh, I do remember that because I did yeah. watch the first season. So I do remember the park ranger being the, ah, I yeah, don't think I realized it was that. But that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I literally just remember that that's one of the um, things watching. I was like, oh, that's her husband. And the next day it's the other park ranger. I'm like, he plays her boyfriend in Parenthood. <laughs> that's awesome. Call back. That's awesome. But keeping it in the family. Keeping it in the fam. I loved that they made, not poked fun. I mean, they definitely did poke fun, but the whole Into the Wild movement that happened. Are you book or are you movie? Are you book or are you movie? And it was just so perfect for Lorelai to fall scheme to that. I felt like that just fit into her personality so perfectly. It's funny that you bring that up too, because I, when I first watched the reboot, I was very confused because I was like, Lorelai would never go hiking. Like that's 
no. Yeah. And so it's gross. Like I remember the one episode where she goes on a date with the guy who wants to like go, is it fishing or like fly fishing or something? Yes. She's like, yeah. yeah, totally no. And she has to go and buy all the stuff and it's the worst <laughs> thing ever. And I'm just like, this is not what why are they doing this? And then like as it develops and you watch the episode, I'm like, okay, no, no, no. I like this. And I I love the fact that they brought back that whole like how they stick pop culture into their episodes, but they poke fun at stuff. And like, it it's great. It's great. And it also, I think the fact that she gets there and then doesn't hike is what makes it even Perfect better. Lore-wise. Like just the yes. way it unfolds, you're just like, yeah, that's exactly what would happen. If she was a real person, this is what would happen. That's what would happen. She would, yeah, she would not make it on the trail. Her bag would totally explode and all the things would come out and she would lose her past. Like this. And this she would eat all her food happen. day one. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Have you seen like, Across the Universe? I have movie? not seen. No. So it's not all seen about, it. uh, like, takes place during Vietnam and it's using only Beatles songs to tell the story of what's happening. And it's one of my, I would say, probably top three favorite movies of all time. So this in the reboot, it. when Logan comes back and they do the I get high with a little help from my friends, that whole scene is yeah. across the universe based. Like it just calls back oh. to that movie and the way that they do it. It's like it goes scene for scene, kind of. And that's why I was like, oh, my God, one of my favorite movies and one of my favorite shows. This is the best. That's one of my favorite scenes, which is interesting because I it didn't really make sense. But then also I was like, but they always do really weird and fun things. So like it made sense yeah. in that in that fact but the fact that it's from that now i'm gonna have to watch the movie i probably it's really i think you would like it it's nerdy if you like the beatles you'll like it i well and i definitely beatles-esque like music stuff like i went to broadway and saw um moving out which is literally just billy joel music telling a story yeah and it's fantastic Okay, you would love this then yeah you would love this highly recommend it's one of my favorite movies of all time i've seen that an embarrassing amount of times but then you'll watch that and you're like, oh, I know exactly what this is now. Perfect. It's really so good. Now, done. I just put it on my list. I made a note. It's on the list. I have to do True Blood. I haven't watched True Blood. I'm yet. That show, too, like you have to watch it from the first episode. Like you yeah. can't come in. Can't cheat like, like you with Gilmore Girls. Season just three. Yeah, in. no, 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 no. You will <laughs> it's be not your fault. so It wasn't confused. your fault. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, and what did you, know you think when you started that? watching it? Were you like, were you like I was like, wow, why these rich people have a shitty house. <laughs> yeah, like I don't understand why I couldn't watch this. They're just kissing. They're just, they're not even making out. They're not even showing tongue. What the heck? I, well, what's funny about that though is I, so when Tom and I um, were first meeting and dating, he brought me the, um, like he would get like early released like promo videos of like shows coming out and he brought me the true blood like screener so i could watch it and i didn't watch it cuz i started no. watching it and it was like watching a porno and i was like oh my gosh this is crazy i'm turning it off M- my little sheltered self so then i I don't know if I gave it to my sister or how it actually happened, but my sister watched it, and she was like, "This um, this is really, this is really intense." And then I, <laughs> I like actually watched it, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was dying." I was like, "I cannot believe I gave." I just this showed to this to my watch. little sister. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
That's so funny. But the best part is she watched the whole thing. Like, I turned it off before it even really got to, like, any, like, I turned it off at a she point where like, I thought gotta it was be a plot. lot. Where's the plot? Where's the plot? It's got to be happening. <laughs> Poor girl. But now it's, it's, it's one of my all-time favorites. Like, I, okay, it's another show. It. It's obviously totally different feel than Gilmore Girls. Very different. That's fine. But I like it Jar. is a show that I can rewatch. And I actually just recently rewatched it um, to the very end because I never watched. This is kind of funny. I never watched the last season of that show um, because it just went out. It just went down a really weird path and I didn't like it. I was like, no, I'm over this. Like the storyline got real weird. It was a show that probably should have ended sooner rather than later. Like Mm -hmm. they just lost storyline. The characters like their development had just gotten to the point of like, there's where are you going to take this? There's nowhere else you can go. You've done everything like this is just it need. I think it should just end. And then I finally watched the last season and it was such a disappointment. Like I was oh, like, I shouldn't I like have every watched show the last. Was last season. Yeah. If you yes. love it, they're just never going to get it right. <laughs> it's just not going to happen. No, when I. And I think sometimes like you like at times I like shows that end and they kind of like wrap up all the stories, you know, like even when you think of like Mm -hmm. Harry Potter, where they like the last movie, they they wrap it all up. And obviously the books, you know, you know what happens and stuff with the movie, the way they like ended the movie, the last movie. And they did the like, you know, everyone's happy and married and has kids and blah, blah, blah. But like that was like a very feel good and it and it made sense for their characters and like it 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 worked. It's what you wanted, except for Harry and Jenny. They should not have been together. They had no chemistry. But anyway, um, nope. They, Maybe book Jenny, movie Jenny. Exactly. Poor girl. Not Poor movie. Girl. Not movie. There's no chemistry. Now, I mean, Tom, you can edit this out if it's too racy. But if you want to waste some time, you read a little fan fiction uh, stories on the interwebs about yeah. Hermione and Draco getting together. And it gets spicy. Oh. You know what's I funny? Tell you, I, I Hermione it. is a vibe. Yeah. Is <laughs> That's it? A good one. It is. I you don't like think it, it would well, be, but it's a vibe. They had real life chemistry to the point of like they were into each other but decided not to become a couple because of acting so closely and having to be like on the opposite but they became best, best friends. And like, I'm to reading this his day, book right now. Henry bought me the book and I'm reading it. It came yesterday. Oh, I just started reading it. I didn't know Beyond he was writing a book. I just yeah, saw it's called that. Beyond the Wand. It's good. It's good. Is Back it to good? biographies. Maybe I will I'm... read Tom Felton. Yep. It's a good one. I'm going to have to get it. Well, and didn't. Um, so he his book just came out, but then also um, Snape. Uh, oh, yeah. His book. His little it, Did it just come out? Or, yeah. Oh, I don't know. But it, I, it, I saw a, a speech Emma Thompson did, and I was like, oh. Yeah. I, those died. are the kinds of books I, like, don't know if I can read because I get so sad. So I, Agreed. I tend to not read those books. Agreed. But, I, I love that I, you and I can turn anything into a Harry Potter conversation. That's impressive. I know. <laughs> I just started rewatching the Harry Potter movies. Like, for the, oh, like, I'm the halfway through the first time. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I st- I did it in September, so I'm up to the fourth fourth movie. I up to the fourth movie, but I put it on, and it was on like a weird, um, I don't know. It was a weird 
cut or copy of it or something, and it was in French. So I had to turn oh, okay. it off because I That's couldn't understand fair. what they were saying. That is but, fair. Uh, it's, um, so, it's so good. I feel like I had like an, a fun fact, Gilmore Girls related, and I, I'm going to be so mad at myself if I don't remember it. Oh, the yellow daisies. The yellow daisies oh. about when Max Medina proposes to Lorelai and he says, she says, you don't do it this way. A girl should get proposed to with a thousand yellow daisies. So they bought yeah. a thousand yellow daisies and they were like, this fills the table. Like, that's not nearly enough daisies. They had to drive to yeah. a bunch of different states to get enough yellow daisies. And they said it was like 30,000 plus daisies that they that's had to insane. get to like make that many make daisies. It look and like that's, it I remember enough. watching that scene. I was like, what? A waste of money. <laughs> yeah, and like, that what do they do so with those ridiculous. after? I have no idea. What an absolute waste. Like, what do you what, Oh, what do I you remember do? what it was. The big one. Paris Geller auditioned for um, Rory. Rory's part and didn't yes. get it. So they specifically yes. wrote the Paris Geller part for... It's Liza. Her name's Liza, right? Liza. Yeah, Wheel. Liza Wheel. Yeah, Liza Wheel. Yeah, they specifically wrote it for her because they wanted her to be a part of it. And I just scrolled, and I'm actually reading my notes. And Chris Pine and Ryan Gosling both auditioned for Gilmore Girls and did not get it. I, you know, I read the Ryan Gosling thing. I read that he like was asked to audition, and he didn't even get like halfway through the audition before they were like, "Yeah, no." Who would he have been? Maybe I could see him for like a a, a Logan, maybe. They, yeah. And I, originally I was like, oh, he probably auditioned for the Christopher character. Oh. Or because at the time, Luke wasn't Luke. Luke was supposed to be a girl. Daisy. So that's oh so yeah. Weird. It's so weird. I like I can't even imagine the show. Like the show would have been totally. It wouldn't. I don't know. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been good. It It would not have been good. Yeah, I I can't like I can't visualize that being a show that I would have been so into as I was. I kind of like that this was um, Alexis Bledel's first acting job, though. Yes. Oh, I I kind of like that. Yes. And also, I was watching an interview and uh, so she is her first language is not English. Did you see that? No. So she, so she's Latino. And no. she her first language is Spanish. And she in one of the scenes where she's I think she's speaking to when she's talking uh, to the housekeeper when she moves. Yes. To the house. She had to pretend she didn't know Shut how up. to speak Spanish. Yeah. It was like a whole thing. And they kept it very, very like tight lipped that she was like like that her first language was was not english which is That's insane to me and and she also I when she that. auditioned for rory it's the first thing she's she had ever auditioned for and she just kind of did it on a whim like oh you know what let me try this let me see if acting is my thing Shut and up. she uh, yeah like what and they were saying that if you watch the first season, which is kind of interesting because you, I, I picked up on it right away, is Lorelai puts her arm around Rory a ton in the first season, a ton. Like in a lot of the scenes, she puts her arm around her. And in the interview, she was saying it was to help her get to like the points that she needed to get to or like if she needed to be standing somewhere, Lorelai would put her arm around right her. now. 
Yeah, as you're saying it, she always like puts her arm around her, like walks with her. Yes, it was because it literally was the first oh, acting that. job she ever had. I was I like, that's that. amazing. That's super cool. And I, I think like stuff like that is stuff that is fascinating. And maybe if I was like a bigger fan or more of a nerd, I would have known that. But I just found that I out. didn't I know like, that. I mean, I would not know that English was not her first language. I not definitely would not. No. Are Lauren Grimm and Scott Peterson like are they are they friends? Is it Scott Peterson? I, like that feels like yeah a Patterson. Name. Patterson. Patterson. Oh my like, god, uh, Peterson's a murderer. Patterson yeah. is the actor. <laughs> 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 Don't mix <laughs> Patterson. They are. They are. I believe that they're like actual real life friends. Um, I think that they, um, like they, I need they them were to be friends. That chemistry. Yeah. And like, I don't, I think like, I don't think it ever was romantic, but I think they have been and and still are really good friends. I Uh, love that. Yeah. And when you see that, like, you you don't, you can't make that chemistry up. That chemistry is there. It's insane. Um, It's like palpable. I feel like when I'm rewatching the show, I'm like, oh, Lorelai, how are you not? doing this right it's now it's just so good. i want to be like, doing this right now <laughs> when i just i was just watching the episode two where um lorelei is watching the bird that rory comes home with from school because she's, she's yeah the chick and the chick Stella. goes missing and yeah. she calls luke and she's like i need you to come over and help me find the chick and he's like he obviously thinks that she's trying to get him to come over and look for the chick and it's the sweetest, like, it's so cute. It's so cute. And then, I mean, she really is looking for the bird. So he helps her. But there's so many moments where they're, like, really close together that you just see him. I like, he's it. totally melting for her. And she's just, she's Doesn't just Lorelai. Doesn't he say, like, oh, you really do have a chick on the loose or something like that? Like, yeah, you could, he does. And she's like, what? Yeah. What did you think I had? And he's like, nothing. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm there's like, oh, so look. many... I'm so there's so many yeah and there's so many moments like that like even when she like stands him up when she's gonna come and help him paint like they make a date to paint and she obviously ends up sleeping with Christopher and she wakes up like super early that next day and like goes there really early in the morning in her pajamas and she's like I'm so sorry like she's sitting on the steps of oh, his I diner. I felt that. I just felt and it. And like, yeah, like you can, it's like a pit oh. in your stomach. Oh, like, God. Oh. And his face, he's like, it was an emergency and she like starts making up a lie and then she's like, no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't an emergency. I know. I like, that's one of those moments in the show where I like how real they keep things and Suki's another character that like, I love her ability and I, I know that everybody wishes they could be this friend, but she's so good at saying like, well, you just broke up with Luke. Like, why are you already with Christopher? That is way too soon. Like, she's so good yeah. at calling yeah. Lorelai out on her shit. Calling like, calling out. her out. Like, yeah. everybody needs a yeah. Suki. The same way yeah. that Rory had Lane and had Paris. And, like, yes. both of them had friends that they were not deserving of. Right. That were incredible. No, I agree. I agree. I Well, and I also, like, I think of... um I think of this scene, uh, just like with Sookie in mind, I think of the scene where Lorelai and Luke finally kiss and she tells Sookie and Sookie, I think, does she tell Sookie? Oh no, maybe Kurt tells Sookie because he's like yes, passed out Kirk on the couch. Yes. And she's like so, so happy. And then oh, you like look at Luke and he's like, but don't say anything because I don't know if she wants anyone. No. 
And then and then when she like calls him the day after, because like obviously he doesn't know if she's like actually wanting this. And he's like, you know, if you just want this to be like, you know, it doesn't have to go anywhere. Like obviously, you know, there's a lot happening, whatever. And she's like, no, 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 like I and and his face is just his so face, good. and he takes his little phone into the back room. And he's like, yeah, and I'm like, ah, so good, <laughs> so it's cute, so good. It's all the feels, all the feels. It I think is. that's what makes the show so good. There's so many moments where you have that and and like just those oh, it's just so good. It's just so good. It just makes you feel good. It's just like a happy I like love even it. when they're dealing with like a lot of like deep stuff. Not that they really deal with a lot of deep stuff, but some of the things are definitely like Lorelai or not Lorelai, Roy going through like the fact that Huntsberger like was like, Yeah, you're not gonna make it in this world like you know you should and she goes and she steals the yacht and like all that drama and stuff there's just so many things like that that they deal with but it's still just so i don't know it's good i love it i agree it's it's it was also a really good coming of age show like i remember watching it and like could relate to so much of what was happening i had a shitty dean boyfriend i feel like every girl had a boyfriend at some point in her life that you looking back on it yeah. You were apologetic for the behavior. And it's like, you're like, yeah, oh, no, they like really sucked. And they were gaslighting yeah. me the whole freaking time. And yeah. I feel like there's just so much in that show. And I hope that when people watch it now, I know it's a little bit dated, but I hope that they can see like there's just they do such a good job of making situations very realistic. And I totally yeah. watch it now. And I'm like, I'm, I get why Lorelai doesn't want her parents' money. I get why she doesn't want to ask for help. And when she, yeah. her and Suki get the dragonfly, I'm like, oh my god, yeah. they did it, they oh, did it. That's a I dream. Love that. That's like a that's like a secret dream of mine. I would love to own a dragonfly in. I like. We should have loved the, the what's it place? The Springbrook House. The Spring House. Yeah. We should have made that our dragonfly. <laughs> I know. I mean, like legit love the idea of owning. Uh, an inn I, like it's just it's just with it, great again, coffee probably because yeah. we have this love for Gilmore Girls but can you Deep imagine love. having a place where you can wake up and like have coffee and horseback riding and everything else that they do everything it's just, and the, it's just perfect I love and, it and like we would need a Michelle right like you would obviously of course need, we would need a Michelle and that's like a Come given on. and and I just, I love it. I also, we didn't really talk about him at all, but like his character Incredible. is great. It's the great. fact that and he counts like, almonds and loves Celine Dion. And I love that they don't admit that he's gay until the reboot. Yes, but the whole time you're yes. watching the show, you're like, you know. this is a beautiful, fantastic, well-dressed, put together gay man. And yes, I can't wait till yes. the, I mean, well, when he has the and, chows. Yes. Yes. Oh. I was going to say, when he like the comes funeral. and stays at the inn and he brings his dogs and, and Lorelai's like, you can't bring dogs. And, and he's like, but but everyone else is allowed to bring their partners. like mm-hmm. And so it, oh, it's so good. And then he chews up, uh, you know, what's his name? Uh, Dosey, Taylor's slipper. Taylor. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And that's another oh, character we haven't even talked about. Taylor is just so... Hateable, but also so lovable. When he's about to lose the mayoral race, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so bad for Taylor. He has no friends. This is his everything. (laughs) It's It's so sad. It's (laughs) It's so so sad. Definite um, secondhand embarrassment when I watch TV shows, like so bad. Like so bad. Sometimes I have to pause the show because I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. And it has nothing to do with me. 
but in that scene oh. when he's about to lose the mayor mayoral race and and Lorelai like goes is... and makes people vote for Taylor because she feels yeah. so sad and he's eating the whipped cream sad. and it's little ice she cream sees shot. him yeah I know it's so sad. it's so precious it's so precious I yeah there's again there's just so many characters like just and I mean even like Doyle like that character he's I mean he comes in later obviously when Rory is at school. But like that character is just he's just like a tiny man and he's just <laughs> hilarious. He's just so fun. He fits so perfectly with Paris. With Paris. I love it. it it's yeah. It, she it, was perfect for him. Yeah. And I think like that's the thing is the writing is just so good. Like these characters are so good and they're so like they just I don't know. They just fit. They just fit. And uh, like I, I don't think there's any characters that don't. Like, you definitely hate some characters, but, like, they all kind of work for, like, I think the, the most show. hated, one of the most hated people is when Ra- the Luke's girlfriend, like, longtime girlfriend comes back, Rachel. Ooh, Rachel. Oh. Rachel. She, she was, like, uh, she was, like, the photographer girlfriend. Yeah. She With comes the back. beautiful red ha- curly hair. Yeah. And, but she's she the sucked. worst. She's yeah. the worst. And, like, the Same whole time you can. Nardini. See- What's what's her name? Uh, oh, um, uh, April's mom. April's mom, right? who also plays Jess's dad's girlfriend, Sasha. It's the same woman. April's mom is the blonde chick that Jess's dad is. Oh my gosh! With. Yeah, it's the same person. I, that's one that's I saw right hilarious. away. I was like, that's April's mom. But you know what's. You know, what's funny about that is I like that character. Like, I like her in that character. I hated Me her too. as Anna. I didn't like, like her I, as I Anna. Just, that character was rough. Anna's. And, like, when Lorelai goes to her store and she's, like, looking around and, like, you know, scoping out the mom, it, I just, I don't like her. I know. She's mean. She's really mean to Lorelai. Yeah. The and I think, like, party the way, thing. yeah, and the way she, like, handles, but then again, like, you have to think about like what she's that that character sure. she's gone her whole life raising her daughter without all the by father. herself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, her choice, obviously, because Luke would have one hundred percent been there for been the her world's best dad. Known, but Gosh, like Luke is a dad. It, exactly, and I think that's what's so it, what was hard with that is like why I don't know why that was needed for the storyline, but then also I think they were trying to give Luke like more. Dementia. I don't know. I, I. It was a hard. It was a hard cookie to swallow because, like, you know, April comes in and she's like, "I need your hair," and she just pulls his hair and does the science experiment, or whatever. And like, they could have, like, they didn't have to make Luke the dad, but obviously they needed that for storyline to like separate Lorelai and Luke. But if you look at like how Luke always was with Lorelai, it doesn't feel super. Um, true to his like character because he was all about Lorelai. Like anything yeah. Lorelai needed, you know, the second she wanted to get married, like he was all for it. And he even said to her, like, I'm all in. And then all of a sudden the girl comes into the picture and it's like, oh, wait, 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 wait. We need to take a step back. Like, I'm not he all saved in the horoscope. I mean, that is like, so romantic. It's so it's so adorable. It just well, it's it, so it, sweet. But, I, yeah, I don't know. I think that's obviously I why not many people like the last season of Gilmore Girls. 
else. I mean, I, I do I, like that the the party. I like that you get to see how Luke would literally do anything for Lorelai. And it's so sweet. She another situation where maybe Lorelai doesn't re- re- kind of deserve the yeah. the intense love that he gives her, but yeah. she recognizes it and I just love oh, I just love it. It's so good. And you see like those moments where he's like, he's not tying. He's like sewing the tent, the the tarps and stuff. And you're just like the dedication, like, and, and again, that moment of like that fuzzy, like, oh my gosh. And then they kiss and you're just like, so I know I love it. And I've, one thing I love about Luke and Lorelai's kisses is they, they kept the, I saw a TikTok about this, but they kept the body language of the same with how they kiss each other throughout the entire show. Like Luke always starts like wrapping his um, arm around Lorelai's neck, which is like not a natural way to kiss, but that's how they naturally kiss each other. So they kept it that way. And so they like made a point every time they have this like big romantic come together, the kisses Luke does that. And now I can't see it. (laughs) Oh, now I'm going to have to watch it. I don't think I picked, I didn't pick up on that. So now I'm going to have to see. And you're going to be obsessed with it. Like I am staying interesting i yeah I, people I, listening to this don't think we're creeps okay there are people much more obsessed than we are uh yes yes i do have a luke steiner mug i bought my sister one as well i love it um, i definitely wanted like a luke's i wanted to do like luke steiner t-shirts at one point and then i was yeah. like i don't know is that a little much no no i don't think so because I the people who it get is. it get it exactly Exactly. I think that's people true. that don't, especially where you live, will be like, "Oh my God, where is Luke's? Is it any good? Yeah, is it anywhere near yeah, you're here?" Like, yeah, it is. It's it's the best. It's the only it's place to go for get the pancakes and hamburgers and French fries and hamburgers so and fries. I love the way they, they eat. eat. That is one thing we should talk about. That the way that they can <gasps> eat. True, and I it, just... I appreciate the fact that they actually eat. Right, show like them eating. Actually yes. They're being real. Like, this is what a a mom and a daughter who are best friends, this is how they would eat. This is what they would go to a diner and eat. Not this, like, salad. No. You don't go to a diner and order a salad. You go to a diner and get a cheeseburger. Cheese fries. Fries. Yes. And bacon and onions and pancakes. And all of the I agree. They definitely handled, like, there's never a moment where the two of them are like, hmm i shouldn't eat this it has too many calories it was like yeah. no we enjoy eating like this sorry you don't and sorry that you can't but we can yeah it's interesting when you think about like the food aspect of this show it's probably one of the most foodie shows because like the amount of food that's in the show is is constant they're constantly going and getting food they're like Suki is constantly yeah. making these like ridiculous spreads that you're like all right Every morning at the inn, the kitchen's not going to look like that. But okay, well, let's slide. Mm-hmm. Let's slide. The giant, beautiful roasted turkeys sitting there. The, the giant trees everywhere. Sitting next the to duck. the pastries while the guy's making salad. I'm like, excuse me. That's a lot of cross-contamination. That is for not, all those That would meals. not fly in a kitchen. <laughs> I love in the reboot, they have all these famous chefs come in and I like Lorelai hates them all. David Chang, Rachel Ray. They're all the worst. I know. I actually, I... I kind of hated the fact that they did that. I wish they just didn't put her in there until they could get her for the show. Because, like, obviously, Melissa McCarthy, of course, was super yeah. busy and probably not able to, or they couldn't afford her 
whatever to be in I all think it the was episodes. her schedule I think I remember seeing it as like they pushed it and pushed it and pushed it because they just she wanted to be a part of it so badly yeah but her schedule was insane Which crazy yeah and, and, and like incredible. I love the fact that she is in it but I didn't like how they like talked about what she was doing because I was like that's I know, not that so boring also Suki wouldn't do that she wouldn't no. leave Stars Hollow to go to where was she in Asia or Africa no she was in like a cabin wasn't she in a cabin somewhere she, in like Vermont doing soil they, yeah something? so they had they had like a whole storyline like she went away I think yeah. she went to like oh yes to learn somewhere. new cooking in Asia or something yes yeah. and then she went somewhere else right. in a cabin. I and I was like, that's not what? No. Suki has two kids at home. How is she going and doing all of these things? Besides the fact that like she's the chef of an inn. Like that's her job. So she loves that and that's what she wants to do. Why would she be? I didn't like Agreed. I know. I just thought it was very funny that they were like, let's compare yes. her to like the best chefs of this time yes. and say how much they suck compared to her. I think it <laughs> was, was fun funny. that they used, yeah, that they, they, they used actual chefs. Actual not, names, yeah. Yes, yes. Like real, I mean, that's a lot of celebrity in the they show. They threw some names around. Yeah, they really did. They really did. It was good. But it, it, was, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I definitely, the reboot was good. I, I like, like I said, I definitely had a moment of like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I like it, but I do. I've yeah. definitely watched it more than once. So I can't say that I didn't like I it. I don't love it, but I like it. It does yeah. bring me comfort. Sometimes yes. I find myself ending watching the show and being like, do I watch the reboot? And yes. then I miss watching the show and I'm like, I might as well just watch the reboot then. Yeah. Not ready yeah. to restart it. I Yeah. Well, and I did that just recently. Like I said, I, I restarted watching, restarted watching. I started watching it again after I finished it and I didn't do the reboot but the time before that I did do the reboot so I was like yeah. I need a break from the reboot but I'm gonna just Agreed. watch the whole season again I'm with you on this one it's like in uh, every other rewatch I'll rewatch yeah. it yeah and I think because like obviously the first season is just epic like it just it, I mean it's just it is what it is but it's so good and then um, each season it just uh, it just gets better and better I agree and I love it. It's like a. It's at times characters are love hate relationship, but at the end of the day, it's just a warm and fuzzy show. I love it. It is. It gives you such a feeling of home every time I watch it. I'm just like, yeah. Ah, and I good. think like a lot of the characters are like, you can kind of think of people in your life that are like that. So it's kind of like just familiar. It just it just feels yeah, like that's a great know, point. There's just, you know, obviously we don't all have a Luke in our lives, but like there's certain aspects of people in each of the characters that I definitely, I, I really Can you enjoyed. Imagine if your, your husband owned a diner and your best friend was yes. a world renowned chef. Like, yeah. what Fantastic. a life. Fantastic. What a life. That's, Come on. That's the way to live. Agreed. I had fun. Thanks I for hanging too. with me while your poor husband has COVID. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 